Welcome to the Retirement Risk Show, the best retirement interviews and advice with Dave Hall. Learn strategies to help you reduce and even eliminate the risks facing your retirement. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. My name's Dave Hall. I'm your host. As with every week, I'm very excited to be with you to be talking about that longest self-imposed period of unemployment most of you will have in your lifetime. Could be 10 years, could be 20. Heck, it might even be 30 or 40. It is what we call retirement. If you'd like to learn more about what you can do to get safely through these years, go to my website, retirementriskadvisors.com. Here you're going to get access to all the education resources that we put out. You'll get access to some planning tools as well as the opportunity to get on my calendar, to be able to have a conversation, to talk about what you can do and what you should do to help yourself eliminate the various risks you will face during your retirement years. Today, it's my opportunity to take the whole show. Once a month, I do get this opportunity to talk about topics that are really important to me, things that I've been thinking a lot about. And today, we're going to be talking about the fact that so many of you are running out of money. In fact, it's the basis of what I do what we come to realize is that 68% of America worries that they're not going to have enough money to get themselves safely through retirement. And unfortunately, like so many of the other worries in our lives, many people will tell us, hey, stop worrying. They're generally not going to happen. You're going to be just fine. What we're finding is with this issue, over half of America is dying broke. And so it's my goal as a retirement risk advisor to help you better understand what you can do to make sure you're on the other side to where you're in the position to where you can have enough money to be able to enjoy those golden years to do the things that you're hoping to be able to do period of time for most of us as we get into those years where we're able to have the time to go through hobbies that maybe we weren't able to focus on before, to travel the world, to spend time with grandkids or or children, whatever that case may be for you, maybe playing some pickleball or golf, going out and doing some tennis, whatever it is, my goal to help you get to a point where you can comfortably do these things and feel like you're not spending all of your time trying to figure out how you're going to pay the next bill. What I've realized as we've gone through the various webinars and podcasts, everything that I do, we oftentimes do a pretty good job of laying out the various risks. We'll talk individually about some of the things that you can do to eliminate these risks. But what I thought would be fun today is to address three items, just three items that each one of us can do to help ourselves get into a better position in retirement. And it's something that's not going to be difficult as we go through here and I talk about each of these. Definitely something that every one of you out there can do if you're willing to put some time into your retirement to get yourself into a better position. First one I want to talk about is Social Security. You need to get a better understanding of how Social Security works. Now, if you're in your young working years or you're getting into your retirement years, you need to better understand the way the system's designed to operate, the impact it's going to have on your overall retirement, so you can make sure you're making the right decisions to use the program effectively to allow you to get the maximum benefits that you're entitled to. One of the big challenges that we see with so many people is they believe it's going to be gone. It's not going to be there. So as a result, especially for those who are self-employed, they often do everything they can not to put money into the system. They pay themselves lower wages. Maybe they operate as an S-corporation where they're getting a lot of their money out as dividends. Maybe you're someone who's investing in real estate and you're getting rental income that's not paying in believing that you're getting yourself into a better position, that you're not going to have to worry about this Social Security because it's not going to be there anyway. 
Well, a couple of things we're realizing is unfortunately most people that do this don't save the money that should be going into the Social Security system. So as a result, what they do is wake up one morning going into retirement, realizing they don't not only have enough Social Security to cover them, but they also don't have enough other assets. The other big thing is we realize it's going to be there. It's not something that's going to go away. Social Security is going broke, but it's not going to go broke. It is the most like program the government has. There's a number of fixes out there that they will be able to implement to get the program back on track. They'll understand 2035 is when the trust fund will expire. That's when all the money's going to be gone. At that point, the program could still pay about 80% of the current benefits, but there are a number of fixes. And some of my fixes that I do think that are going to happen are going to be increasing the early withdrawal age at 62. That's probably going to go up to 64. We're going to see the full retirement age probably go up and, and we will probably see some higher taxes. So as we look at this, we need to understand it's going to be there. But then we also need to realize that we want the maximum dollar for what we paid in. And the way you're going to do that is by taking the time to do an analysis, whether you do it yourself using the software that's provided through ssa.gov, maybe using a third-party software like Maximize My Social Security, where you can pay X dollars, small amount to be able to get access to software, or having someone like myself do a professional analysis for you to get you to a point where you can figure out when you should claim your benefits, because this is going to impact how much money you get out of the program long term. And unfortunately, what most people are doing is they're claiming their benefits at an early age for fear they're going to miss out. They have FOMO, as the young generation refers to it, fear of missing out, F-O-M-O. And as a result, they're afraid that they're going to die young. They, they could have got more benefits, not realizing that the real issue is FORO. Fear of running out. They need to be more concerned about the longevity. Realize that far too many of them, because of their early claiming strategy, are going to leave tens, if not hundreds of thousands of dollars on the table. I do uh, hundreds of analysis each year for clients going through, trying to figure out what the best strategy is for them. And when we look at early claiming strategies versus what most people should do, usually a six-figure difference. For many people, it could be uh, two or $300,000 as we look at their longevity and where they're at. So take time to do this. Again, there's tools at ssa.gov. You can use third-party software. I like Maximize My Social Security. Again, small fee, going to be able to get access to being able to do it yourself or allowing us as professionals to help you figure this out. Uh, something that needs to be done, something you all need to spend more time on. If you will, you'll, you'll thank me later because you'll find out that you can get more money out of the program long-term than you had expected. Number two, the second item that you can do today is to replace the bond portion of your portfolio with what we call principal-protected products. Now, I teach other webinars and podcasts where we talk in detail about what these principal-protected products are, but understand the main things they need to meet to qualify as principal-protected is they do have to be in a position where the investment cannot go backwards if the market goes down, not going to lose any money because of the market, need to be in a position where they're backed by the federal government, and also be in a position where the rates of return are high enough to help us outpace inflation. Right now, the new inflation numbers just came out 6.4%. Unfortunately, when we look at Typical bank accounts, certificates of deposit, or as I like to call them, certificates of disappointment. What we find is most of those accounts meet the first two criteria, not meeting the third one. Oftentimes, we're not getting a high enough rate of return. And so the two main ones that we recommend 
are an indexed universal life insurance policy and an indexed annuity, both products that are backed by the the government. They've got state agencies that back these products, also able to outperform what we've had for historical inflation and also in a situation because of the index portion, using options allows these things to never go backwards. And again, the goal here, replace your bond portion of your portfolio. Another guideline would be to use your age as a percentage of 100 and then put that portion in principal protected. So if you're a 60-year-old, want about 60% of your assets inside of these principal protected products. Because what this allows us to do is not subject ourselves to the market risk that so many of you are in right now and systematic risk, which is the, the risk that the whole market collapses like we saw in 2008, starting to see more of this, that as the markets go down, it seems to be across the board. And also get you in a position where you're not subject to sequence of return risk, which is the risk that you have to start pulling money out of your retirement assets during a down market. So want to get some detail on this. We can help you here. Again, we've got a lot of webinars uh, as well as an opportunity to sit down and talk to me where we can start implementing these products into your retirement because top economists have proven for decades now these products will outperform a stock bond mix. If you can use the stock market with principal protected products, have a much more safe and secure retirement. And something that uh, unfortunately most people don't understand the way they interact and the way they work. And the fact that these products are a bond replacement. Fortunately, we do see things at times where people out there bash these products saying, if you were to invest your money into the stock market, you would get higher rates of return. You'd be in a better position. That's not what the purpose of these products are. They're to be able to replace the the bond portion, give you an additional tool to be able to help you during the volatile times that you're going to go through during your retirement years. So number two, make sure that you're replacing your bond portion Principal protected products get more knowledge, more education, more training, so you know how to do that and what you can put into your retirement based upon your situation, your facts and circumstances. Are you in a position where you have the health to be able to use life insurance as part of the principal protected tools that you use? Are you in a position where you may have to use annuities only to be able to structure that correctly? More than 50% of CPAs will run out of money in retirement, and this number is projected to grow because of risk like inflation, increased longevity, and rising healthcare costs. Retirement Risks Advisors has the perfect solution to help CPAs make their money last as long as they do. Learn more by signing up for our flagship webinar, Getting Safely Through Retirement. In this webinar, we share the top 10 financial risks CPAs will face in retirement and what can be done to reduce or eliminate each risk. To get started, visit retirementriskadvisors.com safe. And the last one that uh, you can do today is to fund your tax-free bucket, to stop putting money into that tax-deferred account unless you're trying to get it up to the minimum amounts that I talk about in many of my webinars and where we talk about this bucket. So unfortunately, since the 1970s, we've been putting money into these accounts diligently because the IRA comes about 1974, 401k comes about 1978, and we transition from an employer-funded retirement to an employee funded retirement and we start maxing these accounts out. They become a big part of most people's retirement plans that have saved, which is a good thing. We need to have money set aside. But the whole basis of this is a tax play. 
saying, okay, when you put the money in, taxes are going to be lower than what they are once you get into retirement. And what we're finding is that's not playing out for many people, especially when we look at the fact that taxes could double by 2030, according to David Walker, who's one of the most educated individuals in the country, part of the CPA Hall of Fame, spent uh, his whole life trying to better understand fiscal uh, responsibility and accountability for the government. He's saying we have no other option with the debts we have than having to increase those taxes. Well, if we're deferring our taxes currently in a deferred account and thinking the taxes will be lower and come to find out in retirement, they're double what they are today. Many of you are going to have a cash flow problem. Many of you are going to be in a position where you're not going to have the money you need to be able to pay the, the bills that you have because you're too busy giving the government the money that they're asking for to pay their bills, to pay for all the excess debt that they've been able to create over the last decade or so as we've started to see our national debt continue to grow. Right now, over $31.5 trillion, expected to get up to about $50 trillion by the time we hit 2030. So what we want to do is to make sure if we're putting money into our IRAs, our 401ks, 403bs, that we are using the Roth option as long as we build up the tax deferred, which the recommendation is $250,000 or less for a single person, $500,000 or less for a married couple. If you've got other taxable income like pension plans, you've got a large rental real estate where you've got rental income coming in, the amounts may be zero because not only are we trying to be able to get ourselves in a position to where we don't have excess income above our standard deduction that's going to be taxed, trying to also prevent our social security from being taxed because that's going to increase our tax rates substantially when you put that social security on top of the other income that you've earned. So if you are in your working years, recommend that you start contributing into your Roth account. Now, because of Secure Act 2.0, they have uh, changed the rules to where you're going to be able to have your employer contribution also placed in Roth account. If you have a Roth account there at your job, also if you've got a SEP or a simple plan, you're going to be able to use Roth options as well going forward. So we're really living in the world of Roth. I know one of the concerns that many people have is some point in the future, they're going to change the rules and we're going to see people who paid money into these plans all of a sudden have to pay taxes again. I don't see it, folks. Only about 5% of retirement assets currently are in these plans. So you've got 95% of assets that have never had a promise made on what the government's going to charge when the government needs substantial money. I'm going after the 95%. When we look back on history, never been a situation where they come back in and not grandfathered people in to a point where they weren't stuck to paying additional tax. In fact, through Build Back Better, one of the proposals was for those who had millions and millions of dollars in these plans, that they would have to start taking it out. Now, they weren't having to bait taxes on the money they had in there again, just saying, hey, we're going to get to a point where you're not going to continue to be able to defer this. So they still got to win because for those people who had built these huge nest eggs inside the Roth accounts, they'd been able to build this up for, for a long period of time. Another one that you need to be aware of is permanent life insurance, those indexed uh, universal life policies. They are also tax-free growth, tax-free distribution. So if you're looking for a place to put money and you can't uh, put it all into your Roth account, 
accounts. Maybe you've got too much money out there that you've got available that needs to get transitioned out of the tax uh, scope of the government looking for it, and you want to get into a place where you're not going to have to worry about those future taxes. Permanent life insurance. Again, my recommendation, indexed universal life because of the principal protected nature of the way it works. But it is a great tool to be able to help solve some of these issues that, again, so many of us are seeming to struggle with. Folks, those are the three things. Again, pretty simple when we look at it. Number one, understand your Social Security. Go to ssa.gov, pull up your statement, see what's available. Remember that it's only intended to cover about 40% of your living costs. The more you make, the less percentage it will cover because of bend points. Less you make, the higher percent that, that it's expected to cover, but definitely not intended to be your only source. And understand that, again, your choice of when you claim those benefits going to greatly impact the amount of money you get out of there for not only yourself, but maybe for your spouse, maybe for young children, maybe even parents. Uh, Again, things that people don't understand is there are situations where a parent may be eligible to get benefits off Social Security, something you need to make sure you're spending your time understanding and calculating for your own retirement. Number two, get those principal protected products in your retirement portfolio, replace those bonds not been productive enough to be recommended on my side to allow you to continue to use those when we've got principal protected products that are providing more safety, more security, and better rates of return. And then the last one there, start filling that tax-free bucket. Get the money transitioned. If it's time to do conversions on your side that uh, you need to move money over, Figure out what the mathematically correct amount is to move the money into your tax-free bucket. If you've got large IRAs, large 401ks, we've got very large brackets right now, $360,000 just over that. Married couple can still be in a 24% tax bracket. These are historically low rates. Only four other times in the history of America that taxes have been lower than they are today. So what we want to look at next three years, 2026, taxes are going to go up slightly if we can get everything done before then, great. If not, we want to make sure by 2030, hopefully we've done the heavy lifting. We've got that tax-free bucket where it needs to be, got the allocations done. Folks, that is the show. Thank you for being with me today. If you'd like to better understand any of the things I've talked about today, if you'd like to better understand the top 10 risks I cover, financial risks that are going to affect your retirement, please go to my website, retirementriskadvisors.com. You are going to get access to a ton of tools, a ton of educational resources to allow you to better understand what your retirement's going to look like, what some of the challenges are going to be, and the steps that you need to take to get safely through. My name's Dave Hall. I've been your host. Look forward to seeing each of you again next week where we break down another topic and another risk that's going to be facing you and your retirement. And that's today's episode. Thanks for listening. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to wherever you get your podcast. We come out with a new episode every Friday morning and you don't want to miss it. The Retirement Risk Show is a production of the Retirement Risk Advisors. Our show was produced by C.R. Talene and Autumn Koenig. If you're a CPA looking for more retirement education, visit retirementriskadvisors.com.